morning, good afternoon, good blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 you're thinking he just can't stay away. Well, let's just call this another bonus episode. I just want to give you two things on this after-death pop-up episode. Now, normally, I give the interview first. But, hey, the podcast is over, so I can do whatever I want. Let me start off by giving you a resource that if you are not using, you should be. There's a travel website called skyscanner.com, all one word. Like all other travel websites, it gives you the opportunity to book flights online. But this website is different. Let's say that you want to travel from Johannesburg, South Africa, to Washington, D.C. Naturally, you'd normally go to Expedia or Orbitz or whatever your favorite travel website is, put in the dates that you're thinking about traveling, and then look at prices. A lot of sites now will even give you the opportunity to search flexible dates so that you can search one, two, or three days ahead or or after your selected date to try and give you the best options. But this is where Skyscanner blows the other websites away. Once you've chosen your destination, instead of choosing a specific date like you do on every other travel website, there's a tab titled Whole Month. And when you click on the Whole Month tab, there's an option that says Cheapest Month. When you click on cheapest month and then search, it will allow you to see the cheapest month of the year and the cheapest day of the cheapest month of the year to book your flight. When you have the flexibility that missionaries do to choose not only the date but also the month of our furlough, this resource is absolutely incredible. Now, get this. There's another incredible option that you can use on Skyscanner. It's called an open-ended search. Now, what in the world does that mean? I'm not surprised that you don't know because it's practically unheard of. And you would think it was made just for missionaries. Let's say that you need a ticket to go from Madrid to the U.S., but you have family and churches in several different areas, so it really doesn't matter as much what airport you come into. On Skyscanner... Instead of searching from, say, Madrid to St. Louis, you can put Madrid in the from field and then type USA into the to field. And then, of course, using what we learned a few minutes ago, put cheapest month in the date field. When you click search, it will give you a list of the cheapest airports to fly into from Madrid and the cheapest time to fly. Okay. One more thing that it does, let's say that you want to take your family on a vacation from the city that you minister in, but don't have a lot of money. Then instead of typing USA into the to field from your nearest airport, try typing in everywhere. That's right. And then click cheapest month. It will give you a list of everywhere that you can fly all over the world, sorted by price and cheapest month from your home airport. Pretty incredible, huh? That's why I had to share it. Once again, that website is www.skyscanner, S-K-Y-S-C-A-N-N-E-R.com. Favorite it. 
you're going to use it a lot. All right, we've got one bonus interview for you. Many of you remember Wes Palla from our Devil's Advocate segments. Wes knows a lot about a lot of different subjects, but there's one topic that I talk with him about all the time, and he's helped me a lot. He was here with us a while back, and I asked him to let me sit down and ask him a few questions that our, well, former listeners would benefit from on the topic of travel and travel rewards for missionaries. Why don't you take a listen? Wes, you are basically who I look to as the travel guru. I mean, you know everything about points, about programs, airline miles, all of those different things. And you do a fair amount of travel to different countries, whether it's in South America or to Central America or back to the United States. And that can be a struggle for a lot of missionaries. How exactly do you go about building a system to allow you to do those things on a missionary's budget? First of all, I would have to clarify, I'm probably somewhere at a junior high level here, and there are definitely other men out there on the mission field that are in their postgraduate studies on this topic who would be much more qualified than I. However, everything is about understanding the big picture, looking long-term, looking at necessary expenses, and then understanding how to leverage any type of travel, business, or company, or sector. Leveraging their efforts to gain customer loyalty to help alleviate some of the financial burden on you as a missionary in your travel. It becomes a matter of, to me, identifying what are my travel needs and my travel goals. I'm going to be going to the field. I'm going to South America. I'm going to serve in South America. Well, right away, if I want to take advantage of corporations that have hotels all across South America, it might not be a bad idea to figure out who's got the most hotels available in the country where I'm going or in the region where I'm going to be serving. What airline is very prominent between my field and my home airport. For instance, someone that lives in Atlanta ought to be looking at how they can build a customer loyalty account with Delta, not with United or American. But if they live in Chicago, United would be a, a perfectly viable option. If they're from the Dallas area, you need to go with American Airlines. So then I need to look, who is it that best or most, most dominantly serves my market, where I'm going, where I'm going to be living? And I can begin to see if there are some loyalty benefits within those companies and corporations that they offer that could be of aid to me. One of the things that I do is in my flying, I try and take advantage of certain airlines that specialize in serving my market. Out of the U.S.-based carriers, for an example, if you're in South America, chances are American Airlines flies more flights to your country where you serve than the other two, United and Delta. Of the three carriers, American has a greater presence in the continent of South America. So maybe I should look at if the American Airlines Frequent Flyer Program could be of use to me. If I used to work in business in the United States and I loved Hyatt Hotels, well, great. But if I'm now going to be traveling abroad all over the globe or to a specific region of the globe, 
out of all the major hotel chains in the United States, the one with the smallest footprint is Hyatt. They don't remotely compare to uh, the Intercontinental Hotel Group or the Marriott Starwood Group or Hilton. So those are things is to figure out who's got a product in my market that could help me. But if I say to you, you know, Wes, I, I'm doing all this on a budget. So I basically just go to Expedia or Travelocity or one of those discount sites and I just search for the cheapest price. Are you saying that I am not maybe not getting the best deal or leaving money on the table? Or are those websites really the best way to book any travel? You're going to hate this answer. It depends. Pretty much every website now has their loyalty program, just like every airline, just like every hotel, just like most of the big banks through their credit cards. They have that that point program or that, that reward currency that they offer their consumers. Um, if, if I understand a little bit about what's available, for instance, as a missionary, I'm going to spend money regularly on airfare. That's going to be an inevitable expense in my life and ministry. Okay, there are things that I can do as a missionary that will save me money or earn me some frequent flyer miles that cost me literally zero dollars. I can sign up for a frequent flyer account with any given airline. I could sign up for a loyalty program through an Expedia or a Priceline or an Orbitz and get my Orbitz bucks, whatever. I can do things like that that cost me literally no money and if I'll just sign in every time I'm booking something, I'm going to get something in return. And then there are some things I can do, like sign up, again, if I'm, if I'm responsible, if I sign up for a credit card, airline companies, just using this example, this, this sector of travel, airline companies always offer some type of co-branded credit card where if you'll spend X amount of dollars in X amount of months, we'll give you X amount of miles. As a missionary, well, I'm on a budget. I can't spend a ton. Absolutely right. I am as well. But I have to spend money. A missionary gets support with the understanding a lot of that you're spending on the ministry, on your groceries, on gas, on travel. If you're already spending money, there's things that I can be doing, a card that I can be putting that spend on that will earn me something that gives a substantial discount or even a free flight. So I would think that the biggest thing is those credit cards. And I know that some people may cringe when you use the word credit card because of the discipline that's involved. And for some people, as you already said, it's better just to stay away from them. But as you're saying that there are things that we have to purchase and we can get big rewards that can help us to be able to save money in the long run, Talk a little bit more about how those credit card rewards programs work and maybe one or two of the best ones that you found that may work for missionaries. Okay, everybody's situation is different, and the more you learn about it, you'll come up with better stuff than what I can say in this brief amount of time. So it, it's really a thing of continuing your education in on this topic. However, um, as I mentioned, co-branded credit cards. Bank X wants to partner with airline Y to produce Z product. 
I'm going to try and, and get into this travel rewards game. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to South America and I live in Texas. Wonderful. Okay, great. Let's get you an American Airlines credit card. And typically, there'll be some kind of offer. If you'll spend $3,000 within three months, then we will give you 40, even up to 60,000 airline miles. A round trip ticket for an award flight that costs you literally just the taxes between anywhere in the continental U.S. and South America would be 60,000 airline miles. So if I was already on deputation, I'm going to spend a lot of money on gas traveling. And I've got packets that I've got to buy and get materials printed and CDs or DVDs burned. And, and we're staying in hotels and, and we're buying stuff, getting ready for the ministry. I'm going to spend several thousand dollars in prepping for my ministry. If I'm putting that spend on that card and within a three-month time frame, it amounts to $3,000, they're going to give me a free ticket. And instead of paying what may amount to $1,000 for a round-trip ticket, it's going to be $75 for the taxes and fees and the booking. And since I'm going to the field to stay, I don't need a round-trip. I need a one-way. And as an award ticket, I can book just that outbound leg. So it's technically not even just one free flight, it's two. So now two members of my family can fly on this flight for free other than the taxes and fees, and it's going to cost me 60,000 American Airlines miles for money that I was already going to spend. If I'm a missionary, let's say that I'm a missionary on deputation, and I'm just starting, and I currently use my debit card to make all purchases because I've always heard that that's the thing that you want to do to not go into debt. But I am becoming more aware of these things about rewards and all these other things and how they can help me in ministry. Help me by giving me some sort of an idea. How much overall savings am I leaving on the table? Again, everybody's situation will be different. And because of the nature of our ministry, where I do a little bit of traveling around South America, trying to help uh, some of these guys get their churches off the ground and, and, and do evangelism conferences and soul winning conferences and whatnot. Um, two years ago, uh, if I was to, to uh, I'm trying to remember accurately, two years ago with all of the travel I did uh, with my family on my own ministry related, I think uh, if I would have paid out-of-pocket things that I used miles or points for, it was something in the neighborhood of $3,700 that I did not spend that I used points or miles. Not where I went out of my way to spend on my credit card to earn something, but just in the day-to-day -day spending that I have to do as a responsible missionary. There was about $3,700 worth of travel two years ago that I did not pay anything for. It was just use the points, use the miles. Last year, uh, my wife and I celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary, and so we took a, a, a big trip, because we've not done anything like that ever before for an anniversary. We took a big trip and, and, and splurged, and we used points and miles to do that. I spent taxes and fees, which ended up probably in total being about $119. Now, please understand, um, number one, you have to pay credit cards off every month. Otherwise, the interest that you're paying back to that bank negates the rewards that you're earning. 
So you have to be, again, very responsible to pay these off. You know, each, each statement, you're paying off that statement balance in full. And that, that means that you're in the black for those rewards they're giving you. Um, and yes, I had, I've been following this. This has been a hobby of mine for a few years, so I knew how to maximize the value. Now, four years ago, I wasn't getting that kind of value out of my points. But over four years of learning and practicing and reading and talking with those who've, who've done it, uh, yes, it's not hard to get some outsized value from this, this type of thing. So when you say that there's some places online that you can look, what are some of those places that you use to help you? Uh, when I was first starting out, a blog that really helped to educate me, I'll mention a couple of them, one called The Frugal Travel Guy that has multiple contributors and, and it explained a lot of the terms and the thoughts and 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 things that I was not even aware of it like things like reward currencies with transfer partners I didn't know what that was um, another one called million mile secrets was a blog that did a lot to educate me and then there was another blog that I that I to this day I, I follow and, and use a lot to to figure out ways of maximizing money I already need to spend well how can I earn the most amount of reward points in those categories one called the frequent miler and uh, a guy that really focuses on not doing what's called churning credit cards but having your your key cards that you spend on certain types of spend to get the most rewards possible uh, those were all blogs that I used and there are a few others I read that were interesting one called the points guys very popular but he kind of focuses on luxury travel, which as a missionary isn't really what I'm after. Um, so, and, uh, and there's a few others that I read from time to time with interest. But uh, mostly what you want to do if you're just getting into it is find somebody that puts the cookies on the bottom shelf for you. And that when you read that, that blogger, that author, that contributor, it makes sense and you're learning something. You know, Wes, I, I'll tell you personally, we've talked about this uh, we've talked about this subject a lot in the past, and you've always told me, hey, listen, you're leaving money on the table if you're not involved in these things. You're leaving money on the table. And and I've always just felt like, you know what, I don't want to get into that. It's it's a little bit more involved than what I really want to do. But in, in the past six months or so, I have taken some of your advice. And it looks like when we go on furlough next year, all of our airline tickets back to the United States for our furlough, we are going to pay for through one of the points programs that you recommended that I get involved in. So I can say from personal experience that we have all we are well on the way to saving the money for four tickets back to the United States by using the points programs that you've recommended and by taking those steps to not leave that money on the table and to really take advantage of that for the cause of Christ. Because at the end of the day, if I'm leaving that money in the pocket of those credit card companies or the people that are willing to pay it to me, and I'm paying it out, I'm spending God's money unnecessarily when I could be using the money that these people are willing to give me to do the things that I'm already needed to do. So from, from personal experience, I can say that it is well worth the effort, even if you don't want to get as involved to take some basic steps to take advantage of some of those things, and it's really not that hard. I think that's a key point that people need to understand. 
Um, we're not trying to dedicate many hours a day to figure out how to travel the world in first class and live like kings on God's money. That, that's not it. It's about stewardship. And I know as a missionary, travel is going to be an integral part of my life and my ministry. And if travel companies and corporations will do things and offer things to earn my business that will save me money, it's not about being foolish. It's not about trying to live high on the hog. It's about, wow, if I didn't have to spend $3,000 to fly my family hither and yon, well, just imagine what else we could do. Maybe we could build that additional Sunday school wing. Maybe we could get that church van for the for the national pastor. Maybe we could, why not try and figure out ways that we can be better stewards of what the Lord has entrusted us with. I'm not interested in eating caviar on a private yacht in the Pacific. I want to spend as little money as possible, and if that business says, hey, if you'll use this card, then every four or five years when you got to fly back, you won't have to spend money on airline tickets. I'm game for that. Makes sense to me. Wes, thank you so much for taking the time to talk through this subject with us. It's something that can be a little bit sticky and you can get bogged down in the details, but thank you for taking the time to kind of give us a high-level overview and some places that we can look in order to learn a little bit more. Always enjoyable. All right, that's it. For real this time, I think. God bless you all, and thanks for listening.